We trying to behave ourselves on the story. Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As your kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey guys, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and I am back with another brand new, fresh episode of TGIF. Now we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back and relax and get ready to sip on all this hot tea we got for you tonight. Now, please welcome my wonderful co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva. Hey Q. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. Merry after Christmas. <laughs> Merry hey, hey, hey. Christmas. <laughs> That's right. All right. And please welcome brand strategist, Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? So cute. Hey. That's all on the Fox Soul app. I said, I'm ready for the night. I'm hyped for some reason, you know. Are you really? I think so. I don't know. I think it's the new year. You got some Uh, Christmas nookie? (laughs) (laughs) No, I spent it with family, but we had a great time. Very good. What's everybody sipping on tonight? Anybody back drinking? Are y'all still on this... uh, non-alcoholic beverage kick yeah I, i'm uh drinking a protein shake i don't know what's going on with you what happened to the public's lemonade brother i i got some in the refrigerator but i just i, I haven't ate dinner yet so i just ate the protein shake to get me through okay, okay. Uh-huh. are you not feeling well are you a little are you a little um under uh, the weather no i'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm in a, a weird mental space, but I'm all right. Anything you want to talk about with your TGIF family? No. <laughs> I'm going to spill other people's business, not mine. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's what we do. Al, what you sipping on tonight? Oh, I'm just, I'm doing a Malbec um, uh, red wine. Red wine. Okay. Red. And I'm over here drinking some Dunkin' Donuts tea. That's bad. We, we've come a long way, haven't we? We used to doing shots and vodka. Yes, it's a sad no. thing. And now we, we there's nothing wrong with it though. We at the end of another year, and we we add another number to our to our lives. And uh, I'm 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 not mad at it. All right, so listen, it's TGIF. People, I'm waiting for these topics. Let's jump on into it. y'all ready? Let's do it. All right, now this week on uh, Cocktails with Queens, we kicked off the show and talked about the cultural impact of Issa Rae's hit series, Insecure. And former Fox Soul host Mike Hill brought up a good point on social media regarding the topic. Mike posted in a series of tweets about how there have been several shows about positive Black women and their relationships with each other and asked if there were any successful shows that highlighted educated Black men. Mike also clarified that this is not a discussion about why black women and not black men. It's more like why not both? I thought that was a good point. Do you agree with Mike's point? And why do you think black men are not getting the same representation when it comes to television shows? You know, it it it's funny. I um I think largely in part that men are not entertaining. I, th- I think, you know what I'm saying? When I, when I, when I think about an, an ensemble situation, I'll never forget Carlos King said one time, uh, um, I, I asked him about an ensemble reality TV show about men. Like, why aren't there any? And he was just like, Q, plainly put, men are boring. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that could be part of the part of the reason trying to come up 
with the creative? I mean, would people watch an all-male living single? Would we? You're right. Well, I think I, I, I agree. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly about this. Of course, they would watch all all men. Black women, of course, love looking at beautiful black men on television. I think it's quite clear that the big media houses have have told us that they're not going to invest in black positivity when it comes to black men. And that's why there are no shows. Let me tell you, if they start to put money into black men ensembles, then we will show up and watch it. But Media has made billions of dollars watching and creating toxic, negative blackmail plight uh, scenarios on television. The prison, the prison shows, the crime shows, everything is surrounding the bad black man, if you ask my opinion. But this is the real question soulmates. Let me see some thumbs up in the comments. If you saw a positive black male ensemble, right, of men doing positive things and adding women as they do, into the equation if you were watching that. I want to see some thumbs up. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's a case, of, uh, again, it's what came first, the chicken or the egg. Um, yeah, th- you can say that there's an agenda against promoting positive Black men and that, we, that there's some truth to that. But let me tell you something, don't nothing come before money and greed when it comes to these networks. I feel that they thought there was an audience for it. They damn sure would produce it. Now, every time we complain about there's not enough programs that show us in a positive light and then someone tries to do it. Like, look at reality shows. The most ratchet are the ones that stay on. And then we have these beautiful, positive reality shows that show positive friendships. The Empire Girls with um, uh, Jaleesa. And Adrian Balan, uh, the T and Tamara show, positive, pro-family. They last for a few minutes and then people get bored because no one's getting cussed out. Unfortunately, the consumer controls, I think, what what what's gonna they're gonna put more money into. Our track yeah. record doesn't support that will support, doesn't show that we'll support that. Listen, if you put money, if networks put money behind positive black images, then we will follow. Uh, We're consumers for a reason, and we can be trained and taught on what to like and what not to like. We've been trained and taught to like Black dysfunction on television. That's why we moved away from stuff like The Cosby Show and Living Single to reality-based nonsense. It's simple and it's easy. If you put money around chaos and ignorance, then people are going to show up to get the money and create the content. What was that Kevin Hart show, The Real Hollywood Husbands? Yes, they're coming back too. They're I mean, renamed I, I, it. They're I, I, I didn't watch it. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but how did that do? I mean, that's coming back for another season. And, right. and pe- people like that show, but it's also a very talented group of writers and very, you know, what I mean, like th- their writers are really, really good and they're funny and they're not super squeaky clean either. You well, know? the writers for Insecure are really, really good. The writers for Living Single are really, really good. Assign great writers and directors and actors to an all-male ensemble of Black men doing great things, and it's going to be really good content. You just got to figure out how to engage the public in this case, because we're used to seeing things that are not positive, and we rah-rah that. We just have to change the narrative a little bit, and there are ways to do that in creating content. I, I'm just I'm so sick of my point. I think if there was money in it that they would do it. There, there's nothing that's going to stop the, the, uh, the greed and the love of money. 
Uh, agree to disagree. That's what the show is about. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, it's no secret that uh, Kanye is trying every method up his sleeve to win his wife, Kim, soon to be ex-wife Kim Kardashian, back. Now, recently, Kanye reportedly purchased a four point five million dollar home right across the street from his estranged wife. Now, meanwhile, Kim's romance with uh, Big Meat Pete is still going strong, and she's still pressing the judge to grant her divorce. What do y'all think about him buying this house right across the street? On one hand, okay, it's convenient to be near his kids, but do you think it's odd or creepy? You know, what I'm hoping, what I am hoping is that she's comfortable with it, right? Like, like, like I'm, I'm hoping that he's not trolling her and I'm hoping that she's not looking out her blinds like, God damn it, he don't move across the street. I'm really <laughs> hoping that it's a healthy co-parenting situation but something tells something is telling me that Kanye is aggravating the SHIT out of this woman and that she probably don't appreciate him moving across the street from her. It, it is a little weird. I mean, he could have moved down the street, but across the street, like but that, that's just a little funky. How uncomfortable that has to be. Al, what do you think about this? Can you imagine your ex moving right across the street from you, buying the house right across the street and seeing all your shenanigans? Absolutely. If I had four children, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I I find it funny how the media is trying to make this a negative thing. One of the things that we know about their marriage and relationship is she complained he was never home. So the fact that's not going to change. He's not going to be there. I think he's doing this to be next to his four kids so that they can have some normalcy without too much disruption. I don't think we should ever complain about a black man taking care of his kids and stepping up to the plate to provide a safe environment for them to grow. (laughs) This is one time that you have to give the man his due. And that is he's doing the right thing. This is about him, his kids and his family, keeping a structure and a a normal routine instead of disrupting their lives completely. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I I think there are plenty of black fathers that take fantastic care of their kids without living right across the street from their estranged wife who has clearly and publicly moved on and i would be embarrassed moving across the street from my ex i would be like let me not seem weird and be close but across the streets yeah yeah i think a lot of people especially a a big a, a big celebrity family like this he can't i mean if he moves somewhere he's opening his family up to more scrutiny uh, more media coverage, more pa- paparazzi. Moving across the street, these kids are familiar with it. These kids know that home. This is a safe neighborhood for them. It makes sense. This should be praised and celebrated, not taunted and um, put down. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not convinced he's doing it. For, uh, so you're, you're absolutely right. I'm just not convinced it's for the kids. I'm, it's I'm for Kim. Not, he's making these public declarations. Convinced. Like, he's not making like, public declarations about his kids. He's making right. public declarations right. about his wife. Right. right. I'm just not convinced. Like, like I said, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm just not convinced it's about the kids. It's creepy. <laughs> it's weird. It's annoying. Like, go away. I don't want you no more. And, but, I, and as adults, we all deserve a certain level of privacy. I don't want you knowing who coming in and out my damn door and what time of night. <laughs> and creeping. I don't want you knowing that. He's not going to be there. I, 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 I view this more as convenience 
and keeping normalcy for the children. And he did he did make this a declaration. He said, I'm doing it for the kids. And if he, he was gonna move clear. across the street, if he was gonna move across the street, quiet as his kept, he might as well just move downstairs in the basement. I mean, <laughs> she house. When I don't when I hear Kanye West, I don't the the word normalcy is nowhere near in my brain. We, this is a, the slavery is a choice, Harriet Tubman, you know, all all these things that he said. And and this is the normalcy. He's a normalcy guy now. Well, this is normalcy for the kids. This has nothing to do with him per se. But this, this is normalcy about the damn kids. kids. This is Kanye being Kanye. This is not about the damn kids. <laughs> so what's what's the craziest thing an ex has ever done to stop either of you from leaving? Anything? No, I guess our, all of our exes are like, nah, you good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've had right, some, no. you know, block the door. Uh, make up fake emergencies. Um, well, I told you, you mine know, locked like, me out. I told you <laughs> mine locked me out and I moved out the next day. <laughs> the worst is when you try to break up with someone and you think they're going to fight for you and make this big dramatic plea and they're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, moving on. Uh, Ari Fletcher and rapper Moneybag Yo's ex-girlfriend shared... Um, in a recent interview that the lens that she'd hoped Moneybag Yo would go to in order to keep him from leaving. Now, during the interview, Ari said, pull out your gun and show me when referring to the lens she'd hope her ex would go to keep her around. Now, a lot of women lately have been glorifying toxic relationships on social media. What are your thoughts on her statement? Or do you feel her? Is that just passion? She's an idiot. She's a flat out idiot. I saw the interview and she's sitting there just reveling in it and just celebrate this. That, this is the stupidest. And, and, and she was just so proud and so turned on. And I was just so disgusted watching her be turned on by something that was so idiotic and simple minded. And the sad part about it is she's got these other like, you know, hood girls, young girls. They think this stuff is cute. That stuff is not cute. It's dumb. It's unhealthy. It's toxic. And she, it, 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 and it's just, it made me put my hand over my head and just say, Lord, if this is who we are leaving the future to, we are doomed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I have to make a small correction. That's his current girlfriend, Ari. Um, Al, what do you think about this and what she said and, you know, I, about I, wanting someone to fight for her and, and going to those lengths? <laughs> the funny part is the fight for her, I, I get, but not not at this level. I'm, I'm with Q on this one. Toxic, ghetto, disgusting. Um, it was lowbrow. But you, let me tell you the most the thing that upset me the most was that it was insensitive more than anything. There are a lot of young girls out here that look up to her. But do we not know how many women we lose to domestic violence every year? The number is creeping close to a million, and that's very sad. And do we not know how many women we hear about calling the helpline every day that are in this type of situation right now, being abused and afraid to leave? I just feel like as a platform, we've got to stop glorifying this type of behavior because this is not something that should be glamorized or um, celebrated. Sorry, this is bad. I think people, when they make these comments, they don't think that deeply. I think they just think about getting that viral moment or just saying something that's like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like people, we're in a different kind of world now where people don't really give long, thoughtful 
answers to questions. It's more like a reaction to kind of get a reaction or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think based, on she, through. based on what she said, I don't think she has the mental capacity to think any higher, to be quite honest. And can yeah. we please stop making people famous for being people's girlfriends? So one of these baby mamas and one of the yo's money bags, one of them was in a, my friend was talking to this strip club and they were going to book her. She she wanted 12 racks for the night and seven flights to go with it. That's the level of celebrity she thought she was on. And they were almost going to do it. But when wrong is right and right is wrong now. It's a hot mess. But being a girl, I agree. Like you, you have. I guess, girl. You know what? We're going on that note. We're going to take a we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Send us some comments. We're going to read them in the next uh the next segment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl Claudia Jordan, joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, and I was dying to get y'all's thoughts on this story when I read about it last week. Now, a transgender. All right, follow me now. People at home, give me emojis to um. Describe this story, okay, as I read this. A transgender man who gave birth last year wants to make it clear that not everyone who gives birth is a mother. Bennett Casper Williams gave birth to a baby boy with his husband, Malik, but was troubled when the hospital staff kept calling him a mom. Casper Williams criticized the hospital for constantly misgendering him. He stated, it's so important that we stop defining womanhood in terms of motherhood because it's a false equivalency that all women can become mothers, that all mothers carry their children, and that all people who carry children are mothers. I got a headache, but what do y'all think about this story? Look, the trans gonna get mad with me. <laughs> and normally I'm the biggest advocate, but this one right here, we're not doing that. We're not doing this, okay? You have to use what people know. And historically, mothers have had babies, okay? So I, I think that the issue for me is all of this, you know, gender stuff and sexuality stuff, a lot of it is new. You can't get an attitude because people are not where you are with this gender and trans and having baby stuff. And... Something about this annoyed me, right? Because you're trans and you're a man that was born in the wrong body as far as my understanding of how this works. But it suited you to be a woman to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? And and, 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 and it, it makes it hard, in my opinion, for the struggle when we have people who you pick and chose the piece of the woman that you wanted to serve your agenda, but then you want to be a man or, or you're, you're saying you're a man. Like, which one is it? Felicia S. in the comments says, stop trying to eliminate women. And a few women are saying that. Do you think, what do y'all think about that statement? Al, what do you think about this story in that statement? Um Listen, I'm, I, I don't think that I'm mature enough in understanding the whole trans um, movement and the pronouns and all of that to be politically correct here, because about this story, about the trans man being upset was silly to me. 
like you said, I mean, you have to meet people with where they are and people know globally that when you birth a child, that's usually a mother, a woman, a female. So for the hospital to get upset, I mean, for him to get upset at the hospital uh, personnel for for referencing him as uh, her, it, it just was a little bit too much for me to, to, to comprehend. Now, I get it because you guys have seen on this show several times, I misappropriate uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I still call Caitlyn a him when I should be addressing him as a her. So this is a journey, like Q said. Uh, the thing that I don't want women to ever think is that women can be replaced. Because <laughs> I don't think women, biological women, can't ever be replaced. So I hope that whoever put that comment out there, I hope that 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 somehow through this, we can make it an educational moment in understanding the trans community that they're not trying to replace anyone. They're trying to be themselves. Now that I do know. Now this is what I wanted from this particular trans man that had a baby. I needed for you, and I looked, I, I needed for this trans man who had a baby to take that 15 minutes of fame as an educational opportunity to teach us on how do we uh, actually speak to a trans person with the uterus because giving birth in the future, you know, won't be such a big surprise for the hospital staff. And guess what? I didn't find a Facebook post from this uh, trans man. I didn't find a Reddit uh, comment or anything as a teachable moment here. So that was the only thing that I felt could have been different. Instead of complaining, do something about it and use it as an educational moment to help us. As a biological woman, I'm going to say sometimes it does feel a little replace you-ish. And then to get, turn around and get mad at the gift that you have to be able to give birth, but you don't want the name that comes along with it by someone calling you a mother. They're, everyone seems like they're bending. It seems like everyone in that hospital is bending over backwards to accommodate this person. And I feel like this person maybe look like a lot of people nowadays are just reaching for a reason to be offended. No one did anything wrong. They're congratulating a mother who gave birth in a hospital to a healthy baby. It's a happy thing. It wasn't a negative. It wasn't a diss. It wasn't a slur. You know, since. Well, that, but that, that's how you interpret it, Claudia. It wasn't a diss or slur to you. But for a trans man, not using the right pronoun is a diss. It's disrespectful. You're not respecting who they are as a person. So we have to come to terms with that if we're going to embrace the trans narrative, period. But there's a certain amount of grace that has to be extended to people. True. I mean, you are a man having a damn baby. Like, like uh, you, you, let's not pretend like this is normal and it happens every day. So you have to extend a little bit of grace to people. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is probably the first case they've seen of a man having a baby. I'm pretty sure. And again, like I said, this is baffling to me because I don't think he should have had a baby. Ooh, that's really tough. I, I honestly don't because if 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 you're telling me that you have the psyche and the spirit and the soul of a man and you were a man born in the wrong body, then you need to be then be a man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and this whole statement, this diatribe you went on about you know. Um, um, Basically, you know, motherhood is not restricted to gender. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm not doing this. This one, trans community, I'm not doing this one. I'm with you on that. And I feel like when I was about to kind of go on what I, I was about to say, I'm like, shut up about it. I'm not. 
I'm not, I'm not saying you. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying you were saying that. But I'm just saying. I'm. I'm speaking as the only biological black woman on this panel, and how I feel. I'm trying to speak for the women that are in these chats, going nuts right now about it. Is they respecting the trans movement? And then some of the stuff. This story is silly to me. And yes, you can sit and say, yeah, it's silly to you because it doesn't affect you. But I'm still, I'm still empathetic to the trans experience. You know what I mean? But this is a biological woman who felt in his in her heart that she was a that she was a he a man and transitioned partially and 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 then but still kept the part of her so she can have give birth and then getting offended at someone calling her a mother who else's head feels like it wants to explode right now because mine is and i don't and i, I guess i'm standing up for those those doctors and nurses were not being I, I please tell me how that was disrespectful you just gave birth to a baby and they called you a mother and we're not allowed to even say that anymore. At some point, we got to call it what it is. Some of the shit is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go on record and say, and y'all can come from my neck if you want to. <laughs> I'm saying it. This is a ridiculous story and it pisses me off. And y'all can talk your shit in the chat. Claudia's mad. She got dried up eggs. I may or may not. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is I don't think that... that that those people were not being mean or offensive. That was a blessing that that person could give birth right. to a child. So they, person, whatever pronoun, but they were not, mother is not a pronoun and it's not a disrespect. I don't think that, let me rephrase, I don't think they meant that as disrespect. Yeah. And, yeah, we, and, and I think everyone world, wants to be offended. And Everybody want to be offended. in a world where fathers push babies out of their vagina, like give me a break. Give, give me a break. We, we, we've never seen fathers pushing babies out of their vagina. So you can't be all up in arms that somebody right. called you what they're used to calling people who push babies out of their vagina. And then this being the potential future wave and then going back to that statement, are women going to, uh, it feels like women will be replaced by science in some regards. That's what it looked like as a woman. I'm going to say how we feel. I can't speak for trans w- women or men because I'm not one. And I definitely, we always open the platform to, for, to have that conversation. But it does feel like that. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, y'all, moving on. Ooh, this story here is another one. Al, I want to definitely hear your thoughts on this one. Dr. Dre and Nicole Young filed their property settlement agreement, and she's getting $100 million. Young has been ordered to receive $50 million up front and $50 million a year from now. What are your thoughts on this settlement? Uh, of course, we know Dr. Dre is reportedly worth upwards of $800 million, maybe more. What do y'all think? Al, let's start with you on this one. What do you think? <laughs> one word, two syllables. Prenup saved his ass. It worked. She got hardly nothing. She got a fraction of what he's worth. He's like you said, he's worth almost a billion of dollars. She walked away with a hundred million, fifty million today. When she got an Escalade, a Rolls Royce, uh, what else did she get? A, a Range Rover a motorcycle, some furs, her purses, and her clothes. He basically said, get out and good riddance. I I mean, this is very, very sad. However, you know, $100 million to any of us, I'll take it, um, is a lot of money. I mean, she doesn't have to worry anymore. And if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to work. So, you know, for the rest of her life, she's good. But as it relates to what she should have gotten and what she could have gotten, Dr. Dre won on this one. Q, what do you think about this? Um, I said it early on Instagram. She definitely got screwed, in my opinion. I mean, she got one eighth. That's and right. That, and that 800 and something million is just the 800 and something million that he put on, on the books. 
You know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't the other couple hundred of million that's hid somewhere in the Swiss bank account. She got one eighth, not a piece of property, not a house. She didn't get a piece of curtain. She didn't get no teacups. She didn't get no china. She got one eighth of the money. Um, and again, it's rich people problems. It, it really is rich people problems. So are we complaining about somebody having a hundred million? No, but I really do think she got screwed. Dude, let me ask you this. I, that's the one thing that just blew my mind and Claudia too. How in the world did she unwind that marriage and not get any real estate or property out of it? That means she did not make sure she's a lawyer. She didn't make sure her name was on anything. How you don't get at least one of the houses? Right. She, I mean, her name wasn't on anything. Can you imagine him saying, yeah, I'll give her the Escalade. I'll give her the Range. I'll give her Rolls. Oh, and have a motorcycle too. But you're not getting none of my real estate. You're not going to get anything that's worth anything. She got nothing. She got one eighth. Pretty much. So sad. Mm. Relatively speaking, compared to his fortune, yeah, you can say nothing. But $100 million to be done with a man that you claim abused you. Everybody wins, I guess. It's a hundred million dollars. Yeah. But I feel you. She could have got more. She needed Jeff Bezos' uh, wife's okay. lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not like Nicole was. Uh, she was with him for a minute. So twenty-four years, years, right? All them ass whoopings she took, and all in STDs. She should have got a little more. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> We have a comment from Toya. She said she better spend wisely because according to her bills, she listed she will be broke in 10 years. 10 years. That's right. I saw that. I read that. That's correct. Well, you know what? When she she submitted her bills, it ain't going to be the same spending now that she got her. She got spent her own. Of course not going to be the same. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Great conversation, fellas. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan with uh, Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. All right, y'all, engagement season is in full swing. And if your man has finally popped the question or you have a sneaking suspicion that he might, it's time to start thinking about his wedding band. Yes, men deserve shiny things too. Manly Bands is here to make the whole band buying experience way easier. Now, Manly Bands has awesome wedding band options and just about every type of earthly material imaginable. And even some from space. They have meteorite, carbon fiber, Damascus steel, wood, antler, and even dinosaur bone. Okay, now, got to get started. Go to manlybands.com slash T. If you don't know a size, you can order the manly ring sizer. It includes 26 plastic rings in the whole uh, in half sizes from size 5 all the way up to size 20. Now, if you're feeling even more creative, you can customize his band from scratch. Choose the style, material, inlay, sleeve, engraving, and finish. With Manly Bands, you can shop with confidence. They provide a free warranty, include a 30-day exchange policy, ship their rings for free worldwide, and include a free silicone band. So whether it's your first band or an upgrade, go to manlybands.com T or use promo code T to get 21% off. That's 21% off at manlybands.com T or use promo code T. We'll take it our quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more TJF after this. Welcome back, TGIF. I want to shout out the uh, chat, the folks watching us on YouTube as well. Over 2,000 people in the chat doing their thing and making their comments. And we see all of you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. In other news, a woman was arrested on Christmas Eve on a Delta flight after spitting on another passenger and striking him in the head. Patricia Cornwall, who was allegedly intoxicated on the flight, 
She first got into it with one of the flight attendants whose beverage cart was blocking the aisle. When the flight attendant told Conwall to find an open seat until the service ended, Conwall responded, what am I, Rosa Parks? The woman then physically attacked an 80-year-old man because he was not wearing his mask during the flight. However, the man was eating at the time. She now faces federal assault charges. Now, I know some airlines have stopped doing this, serving alcohol, but do you think airlines should stop serving alcohol to prevent these issues? I mean, she could have got on the plane drunk. There's bars and stuff in the in the different clubs or whatever, but I'm going to tell you something. I'd have turned her ass every which way. <laughs> okay? And let me tell you, y'all miss me with that man hitting women stuff. I would have whooped her ass on that damn airplane. And let, let me tell you something. If you want to send me to prison, spit on me. Right. If you want to send me to, I will go to prison for you if you spit on me. And the thing that was baffling is she was fussing at this man about putting his mask on all the while hers was dangling under her cheek. <laughs> I was like, sis, make it make sense. And that was more than alcohol because y'all know, baby, I am, I, 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 I know my way around the bottle. Okay. That, 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 that was alcohol and some rich white woman pills. Okay. That, that lady was out of her mind. Okay. Yeah, she was doing a lot, and and the audacity, right, of yelling at someone for not wearing their mask with their mask off. Al, what? Right. Tell you, this was funny to me. This was funny to me. First of all, the fact that the old white man that's eighty years old called her a Karen. <laughs> when white people start using our term Karen, that was funny. That was that was funny. Number one, that was before he got hit. Then when she hit him. And then after she hit him, she spit on him. I'm like, you, that whole plane would have had to land at that moment because I would have killed her. Literally, I think I would have probably blacked out. But let me tell you something. There are two places that you don't ever want to get in trouble. One is on an airplane in the airport because you have FFA, FAA regulations that you're going to get hit with. And let me tell you what hers are. She's going to get hit with endangerment of passengers. She's going to hit with assault of a senior citizen. She's going to get hit with, um, she's going to be put on the no-fly list, and she's going to be fined for every single person that's sat in the seat. They are able to initiate a fine for her. And we know in 2021, the average fine, I told you guys this earlier, on planes like this for ruling passengers has been in the range as low on the low end, $37,000, and on the high end, a quarter of a million dollars. This woman is going to get her ass handed to her and i can't wait i'm here for every single second of it and every dollar can you imagine how inconvenient your life will be once you're put on a no fly list (laughs) even for one year how how disruptive that is you gotta greyhound bus it or drive it from now on yeah or train but you know what's Especially if you're a woman with means and you're used to traveling or, you know, God forbid she have a corporate job that requires her to travel. Well, she might not even have a job after this is after her employer sees this anyway. But the Um, best part was, did you guys see that the FBI met her at the gate? They didn't even allow her to deplane and go into the airport. They took her down the stairs into a car where they apprehended her. You know what? I, I would want to see her now that when she sobered up. Um, like, lady, you hit an old man. Like, I would just be curious to know how she's feeling now. Because she and he definitely bled. was under he was the bleeding. Influence. Yeah. She definitely was under her, her mind was not there. She was on something and it was. But she spit on him too. 
I just don't understand why did it take so long for the marshal to step in? Did you guys, I don't know if you saw the video, but at the mm-hmm. end, the marshal stood up and took her and apprehended Was he her. a marshal or was he a passenger? Well, he looked too big to be a passenger. It was two. You saw them. They both had on black shirts. I'm going to assume that that was a marshal. I just feel like these marshals need to take a, make a presence a little bit sooner because him getting the 80 year old man being hit and spit on, I think they should have stepped in a little bit sooner. You know, Al, I'm not sure that those were marshals, just considering how long the flight attendants were standing there fussing with her. Right. Well, you know, the flight attendants are supposed to use techniques to de escalate the problem, and the marshal is supposed to give them time to possibly gotcha. de escalate. So we saw three different techniques used. We saw some type of restraint. We saw one uh, flight attendant push the cart, trying to push her past the passenger. And when all the de escalation methods or techniques did not work, we did see the marshal step Definitely. in and pull her back. And lady, leave Rosa Parks' name out your mouth. You, you oh, for reaching. sure. Once again, everybody wants to be oppressed, and that's another example of it. Right. I bro- well, I, I'm going to say one other thing, too. Her whiteness came out, because white people, why do y'all always feel it's necessary to enforce rules, benign rules, and that you have no authority to, to right. enforce? Whether that man had his mask on or not, you have no authority, ma'am. That's right. Well, there's something in the water. Not with your mask underneath your mouth. <laughs> well, there's something in the water when it comes to uh, the holiday season. Apparently, back in 2019, a Michigan man confessed to killing his grinder date and eating his genitals on Christmas Eve. Court documents state that a 25-year-old victim, Kevin Bacon, was well aware of. Hold on, after me off. Okay. Mark Latinsky's violent fetishes that he was aware before they met up. Now, Latinsky is expected to appear in court in early 2022. What do you think about this? He knew about the, the tendencies and the fetishes, met up with them, got killed, and had his whole Franks and genitals eaten up. What do y'all think about this story? Well, y'all eat chipmunks for Christmas, right? <laughs> I mean, it's I all one and the same. No, it, 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 it's, it's sick. It's 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 there's there's no it's 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 evil. It's sick. Um, I don't know if he needs prison or a mental institution. Like obviously, but first of all, the man looked crazy. Um, you know, God, please don't ever let my tussy cat get that hot that I got to go around somebody's house that looked like that. Lord, in Jesus' name, we pray, man. You know what I'm saying? But you. <laughs> He should have known that wasn't, and then it don't make it better that the man name was Kevin Bacon and he got eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't with you today, Q. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know, this okay. story reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. You guys remember the guy from Atlanta who would meet the boys and men, most of them were black. And then he would kill them and eat their body parts. But let me tell you something, Claudia. Let me tell you what was so interesting about this particular story. This man has a history of this. Um, We learned from the police report that his next door neighbor had called the police one time before when um, a young man was out knocking on his door, bleeding in in leather. He had on a leather skirt with, with leather straps all over his body, and he was bleeding profusely because this guy has a history of very violent um, S&M-like ex- extreme sexual fetish. And the father of the victim in this particular case, the guy that was killed, said that his son was in a dark space and and sexually enjoyed dark experiences like this and found himself in a situation that just went a little too far. So 
it, it, this is this has so many layers to it. But hopefully, hopefully this guy will go to jail for killing this young man. This is a sexcapade that went too far. And also he'll get some mental help because both the victim and the person who did the killing, we know, have mental issues. A quick, quick correction. The Jeffrey Dahmer story, that was Milwaukee. Where everyone's oh. in the chat. Saying this, so I just want to make sure. All right. Okay. Speaking of genitals, rapper Almighty J shared his reasons why he refuses to wear condoms on his genitals. Take a look at what the rapper had to say during an interview with Vlad TV. Nice, right? Mm. I mean, when you're doing that. I mean, not only pregnancies, but also diseases and, and the such. I walk by faith, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I don't walk by disease, okay. bro. <laughs> okay, hold your thoughts on this. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about him walking by faith <laughs> <laughs> and not using and condoms. We'll be right back with a right after a quick commercial break. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, before we went to break, I teased a story about Almighty J's uh, thoughts that walking in faith, not condoms, will keep him safe from STV, STV, STDs. I'm sorry. I can't even get this out. STDs and unwanted pregnancy. What do y'all think about this? Q, what do you think? We're doomed. <laughs> we just throw everybody under 30 just throw them away <laughs> like throw away the whole doggone generation between Ari Fletcher wanting guns pulled on her and Tory Lane shooting Meg in the feet <laughs> and now this thing walking around having sex with groupies and stuff talking about faith let me tell you something when Faith get a hold of that dingling and they get the leaking and looking like a Nestle Crunch bar. He gonna rethink that whole. This is just crazy. This is who who is raising y'all? You know we gotta be we gotta be honest. You know the new generation is a little bit crazy, but Q, your generation and our generation is just as bad. Unfortunately, a lot of young men think like this. How many baby mamas does little Bootsy have? I mean, not little Bootsy, but baby mamas does Bootsy Bootsy have or future? You know what? And look, as, as quiet as it's kept, as quiet as it's kept, a lot of women are right there for all the shenanigans because they don't they don't get pregnant without with using a condom in I, most cases. I am not going to sit up here and act like I have never had unprotected sex before because I have, okay, and I don't make a habit of it or practice of it. But at least I had enough damn sense that even if I did like doing it unprotected to not sit my ass on TV and say it out loud, like, <laughs> why would you say that out loud? You know, it seems like we can sit there and say, yeah, we were bad, too. But I do feel like the bar goes lower and lower with every generation. I think we were a little more freaker and willing to admit stuff that our parents were and our parents were a little faster than their parents. I think we are going down the toilet. I don't remember people proudly bragging about the STDs that they have and, and, and that they, they, they're champions. Like there's people that brag on, not brag, but they're like, yeah, I got this. I got that. They are okay with it. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really upset that the church groups are the people that remove sex as sex education out of the school system. My my opinion is that we need to bring such a sex education needs to come back to the school system and it needs to be in the curriculum starting in middle school through high school. That's how I think we can help with some of these unwanted pregnancies. We got to educate these kids and these STDs because a lot of the diseases that are, are that are creeping up now are not curable. Al, at his age, 
he's educated about sex and STDs. He's ignorant. Well, that's why I said we need to bring education back in the school system and start at the middle school level. That's why I said they, I mean, maybe if he was taught something a little more, he, he knows. So too uneducated about now, it. Now you don't you you don't get to 20, you don't get to 2021. 20, I don't care what school you went to, you don't get to 2021, 20, 23, and don't know about gonorrhea, AIDS, HIV. You just don't. It's just not humanly possible. He uh, is very educated in STDs. Uh, He's just reckless and does not care and stupid and too yeah. stupid to know how stupid he is. Do y'all think there's a race? There's a, I, I often feel this way. Do y'all think there's like a race to the bottom? Like, you know, if someone says something like, oh, I only use condoms sometimes, we would be like, oh my God, really? Back then now it's like, uh, okay, I, I, I got to say something even more provocative than that. I feel like there's a race to be the 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 most ratchet, the worst, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. It's like a thing, like it's a it's a badge of honor now. Yeah, and going back to Al's earlier comments about the, the music industry, it's, it's it's big business. Ignorance is big business, right. and y'all, I know we cracking jokes, but I really meant what I said about throw everybody under the age of thirty, just <laughs> throw them away, like forget that the blacks, <laughs> the babies, these Ari Fletcher people, all these Asian doll, Dream doll, Cuban doll, African doll. Oh, can y'all stop naming yourselves doll? Please, like just throw away the <laughs> generation, like tear your gap, just throw them away, start well, over. Well, Q, we're gonna try to squeeze in two more stories about. Ain't, sh- ain't shitness and um, shitness in the young people. There's this lady uh, that has a crab leg bandit on the loose. A restaurant released surveillance footage of a woman running off with stolen seafood boil. The woman claims that she's not at fault and did not run, although video shows the restaurant is at fault. and has been trolling the restaurant over the incident. Now, this ignorant ass changed her Instagram bio to crab leg queen yes. and uh, posted a story that said uh, craving crab legs. So she's not, again, she's not embarrassed. Race to the bottom. And again, ignorant. And again, people will do anything for clout and fame. Like what? I mean, you know, this, this just reminds me of, of when Monique was talking about the bonnets. Like, where did we go wrong? You know what I'm saying? People used to have standards about themselves. Now, I ain't going to act like I ain't never stole no <laughs> I might have stole a case or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm lying. But I'm not going to be bragging that I was running out the store. It's just ignorant. Like, come on, Black people. We got to do better. You know what's so interesting about this story? I don't know, guys. After I learned that she changed her Instagram name, of course, I went to her page. She is charging prices for people to promote on her Instagram page. So she's taking this bad and making it good. But soulmates, let me tell you something. You cannot do this. Everybody needs to know before the beginning of Uber Eats and DoorDash and everything, anytime you place an order at a restaurant, you are entering into a contractual a contractual agreement, whether you pay for it in advance or not. You're entering into a contractual agreement. And as it relates to the criminal law, this is a criminal fifth, a criminal offense, and it's called theft. By fraud, you're called a diner dash, a diner ditch, a eat and run, a chew and screw, or beating the check. This is a criminal offense, and you will be charged. Well, this next story isn't criminal, but it's damn. It's act. Well, you know what? 
I'm sorry. I take it back. It is criminal. <laughs> Another uh, candidate to be thrown into the trash, according to Funky Dineva, a man pretended to be a special needs person so that he could hire caretakers to change his dirty diapers. <laughs> 31-year-old Rutledge Diaz was charged with one count of human trafficking, Ooh. one count of attempted human trafficking. Uh, this is not the first time Diaz has done something like this. Back in 2019, he was arrested for the exact same crime. I would ask if you're shocked, but according to the rest of the show and the temp, the tone of all the other stories, it's kind of on, on it's, it's on trend. On trend. And he looked crazy as hell. You know, <laughs> I, I'm definitely fascinated by the human brain and human sexuality. Um, I would just be curious to know what about getting his pamper changed by somebody arouses him. Like that's look fascinating to me. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned it, Q. Um, so this is a kink. This is a known kink. I don't want to say that I am uh, intimately uh, know about it, but all uh, all the young men had to do. There are plenty of Facebook groups. There are p- pretty uh, Twitter groups that which are, ones, Al? They're called. It's called Diaper Diaper Kink. It's called Diaper D A I P E R Kink. This is a sexual fantasy that hundreds and thousands of people actually participate in. I think he could have saved himself a lot of charges and a lot of money to to, uh, defend himself if he had just joined one of these Facebook groups or one of these Twitter groups or watched a little bit of this on our Pornhub. He probably wanted it to feel real, real. Right. Well, now he's got 10 counts of sexual battery and human trafficking. I think it would have been much less of an offense if he had joined a group and enjoyed it with everybody else that gets off in this type of space. So you say the Facebook page, Al, that's very popular that you happen to come across. I I never said that I came. You can you can Google it. It's called Diaper Kink. It's Diaper Kink groups on Facebook and Twitter. And do they pee in it and boo-boo in it or just <laughs> or they just wear it? If they just they, wear it, I can get jiggy with that. But if you're actually using it and maneuvering it and stuff, that's a problem. Right. Hey, re- hey, real quick before we go, let's check out some of our funny, memorable moments of 2021 before we go. Okay. So you try to play golf, but you were missing the ball. It's gonna be one of them shows where we're gonna come at each other all show. Okay, <laughs> let's get it. Y'all get ready for us to almost lose our jobs again. <laughs> Remember when Q was in love for like four days? Now, <laughs> what that mouth do? You don't went out to the spa, got your new lips on for the night. Looking like two big, plump, juicy pork chops. Y'all be lying. Y'all lie to Billy, y'all lie to Harry, and y'all lie to Santana. You are snatched. This is given. No, you're not. It doesn't look good. I'm tired of y'all putting me in position to be the doggone bad guy. Lizzo look sloppy. Oh, thanks to you. I'm continuing to get asked if I'm pregnant. Did you take a test? No, I didn't, I didn't need to take a test. <laughs> we will oh, transfer yeah. your ass to the home shopping network. Uh, <laughs> old <for> show. <laughs> wow, what is too funny? <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of shows. We have. We had a lot of fun. 
and a lot of really funny moments and, and a lot of, and I'm, I'm glad that the people have taken to the show so much. Fellas, it's been a pleasure this past year. I want to thank you both for doing the show, for, for joining uh, this TGIF experience and everyone watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for our kind of people and y'all have a great and happy new year. Happy new year, fellas. Happy new year. Happy new year. Bye, soulmates.